What's up guys, T-Lokes here, and before I start today's podcast, I just want to apologize about the two-week hiatus. Um, I, I, I was gonna make one, and then I think uh, Saturday I had to take an SAT, and then Sunday I actually went to like an amusement park, so like I didn't really have like time to do it there, and then I didn't want to, you know... I was gonna do it during the weekend, I mean the week, like the, the weekdays, and then I just somehow couldn't find time either, and uh, I finally found time today, so um, I just want to apologize again too, if this podcast seems kind of forced, because I'm gonna keep it kind of short, because what I'm gonna be talking about is like two weeks news, and I just want to get this podcast out just so, you know, to present you the information, and because I do, I don't want to just leave this week out, and because uh, I didn't really like this week was kind of stressful not like like life wise but like school wise it was kind of just like i was always doing things so i didn't really get to watch a lot of nba as well or like even go on ig and look up nba news so i don't even have a lot of news of last week i only have a lot of news from like the week before that before like the sat and all that so um this again is going to be like old news like two weeks ago so i'm sorry for that but uh if you guys still want to listen i'm going to talk and i'm going to keep it short uh so it won't be too long of a podcast but um anyway guys hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and i'm going to get into it so um in today's topic today's news that i got today uh is of course two weeks old but it's a uh, mellow named western conference player of the of the week i was about to say of the year of the, uh, of the week over um, I think like LeBron and Luka and all that and all I have to say is that is stats wise he does not deserve it but as a player he does deserve it because he was the player of the week he was what everyone was talking about what LeBron was doing these things like you know he's done these things before and it's something against Le- Le- what is it Melo I'm not saying like oh he can't do this but I'm just saying it's his comeback and you know, it was a surprise because everyone was doubting him. Every single person was doubting him. I don't know one person that was like, um, I don't know, like, I don't know one person. Like, I, I've seen comments that, like, love him. But, like, I don't really know, uh, I don't really know that many people that have, like, um, really rooted him on. Like, a lot of people were saying he wasn't going to be too good and that, and they were hating on his, you know, him as a player and said he wouldn't be able to make this comeback. And Yosef, again, with his NBA mind, he kind of told me that Melo would be a good fit on the Blazers and that he'd make a resurgence, you know, and he has. So um, what I have to say is he does deserve this player of the week. Stats-wise, no, of course not. But he was the player of the week, whether it goes from stats or not. He was the buzz of the week, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Like, he deserves it because of, you know, he he made his resurgence. He made his comeback. He showed that he can play in the NBA again and not just at a level of 14 points a game or like, you know, 11 on like 40% shooting. He can, you know, have some efficiency and, you know, also taken. They were on a, the Blazers, but I was going to talk about this, too, but I'm not going to talk about it. I'll just incorporate into the mellow one. The Blazers went on a three-game winning streak with in this week. So, and taken they're like ten and like thirteen right now. So, and at the time they were like five and like eleven. So they're going on this three-game win streak, getting a lot closer to that uh, five hundred mark. So he really is the player of the week. Honestly, he deserves it easily. Um, I don't think anyone else is more deserving than him for that week because he showed that he can play NBA basketball at a, you know. A high level 20 22 points per game is what he was doing that week and he was showing that he could still be in the man he deserves to be in the nba and um on to the next one i think i got this like two weeks ago it's uh tv ratings down now obviously it's down because the warriors are in a lot of games and all that so uh, that, that was an obvious measure that it's gonna go down because you know the 
a lot of Warriors games are on, especially the a lot of Pelicans games are on too, because uh, you know they don't just make these. You have people have to realize that the TNT coverage and the ESPN coverage and all that they have to realize that it's only it's 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 up there now because it was it was made like the schedule was made in advance like they don't just put this game up out randomly and say hey you want to watch the you know 4 and 25 you know Pelicans go up against you know the the 3 and 23 you know Warriors whatever it is but you know they're making these schedules in advance and I think people people want don't understand that but um that's like um, what I'm trying to say is that um they're finally taking them down which is good so they're responding to the tv ratings obviously because they want money but yeah yeah people have to realize that the advances like the schedules are in advanced so like the christmas game against the rockets and the warriors i think that was in advance that was supposed to be a good game that was supposed to be harden and westbrook versus you know curry and draymond and d'lo and all that that was supposed to be a really good game but again no one really these schedules are made in advanced so you can't really get mad at the coverages because they thought that zion would be playing they didn't know like they didn't make these schedules uh, for the you know tnt because they have to realize that on ESPN. ESPN, I'm sorry I'm rambling, but on ESPN you gotta realize that they're putting out, you know, college softball games, you know, high school games, uh, maybe some ESPN, you know, top 100, whatever it's, uh, uh, the the ESPN news, like, center, uh, the sports center thing, you have to realize that all that coverage is going in, and they're trying to fit in this, this game, they, they can't just, oh, like, uh, you know, a day later say, or a day, like, a day in advance say, yeah, we're going to add this in, you know, three, two, two hours uh, into a whole schedule. No, they have to make it in advance, of course. So, you know, they're thinking Zion's going to be going up against, you know, uh, Lamella, what is it, Lamello, uh, Curry and D'Lo and all that. And, you know, a lot, especially all the Pelicans games, you think Zion's going to be playing. You're here to watch the Rookie of the Year uh, candidate and bi you're here to watch the young lakers core and all that you know so i get it for the tv ratings are down and um yeah it was an obvious measure of why the tv ratings are down they put a lot of games on that they shouldn't be putting um i think they should incorporate more mavs because people didn't know that the maps are going to be this good so they should incorporate more mavs because i think they incorporate a lot of trailblazers right now like honestly what i've noticed and the trailblazers were supposed to be like a you know a, a fourth fifth seat so it's understandable they're a good team but the maps are just you know obviously like they kind of like replaced the trailblazers honestly like trailblazers like went down and the maps went up like they just switched roles but like i get it the maps the maps should get more games and and yeah, because they got and Luca. Luca's gonna bring a lot of hype, so I think they should bring in more more games for them. Um, obviously, bring the Pelicans down and the Warriors down. Obviously, um, I would say get more Laker games, get more Clipper games, get a lot of the hype teams, get more Bucks games. You know, things that people don't want to watch. Uh, you know, get more Sixers games. I don't know Celtics games, uh, Raptors games, anything. Just get more of those. Take out the Pelicans, Warriors. Take out these like fifth seed battles. Like no one really cares about the uh, freaking. Uh, who, who's like the six seed? No one cares about like the who the six seed in the West. Like no one cares about the uh, the Jazz. There you go. No one cares about like the Jazz against you know the freaking Pistons or whoever's the six seed in the in the East. Uh, but like no one cares about those matchups. So let's not put those matchups up. Uh, like no one wants to watch the Jazz. I'm sorry. The, the Jazz play really slow and no one wants to watch it. No one wants to watch. No one wants to watch the Nuggets either. I'm sorry. No one wants to watch the Nuggets. Nikola Nikola Jokic isn't really having a good year. Um, like stats wise, he's not having the better year like you would think he would after you know having such a good year. You think he did uh, you know uh, progress and get you know advance his skill. So no one really wants to watch those teams. So let's not put up those teams there and. 
Yeah, because I know the schedule is still being made. Because obviously, you're not just gonna stop there. You're still making the schedule for you know, three, you know, three months in advance. You know, when it's like March. So obviously that and all that stuff. But um, yeah. And I wanted to make this comment again. This was two weeks ago. I'm so sorry. I want to make this comment um about Lamar Jackson's and the 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 comments and the Christian McCaffrey com- McCaffrey McCaffrey comments about you know how like um. I know this isn't really sports. I mean, I'm casual sports talk. No one said I'm basketball, but I do basketball. But um, y'all know the Lamar Jackson stuff where they were like, uh, uh, the commentator, the 49ers commentator was like, he's really good with his handouts because he has like a, a dark skin. Uh, like his hand is the same color as the ball. And all I have to say about that is, um, you know, that's outright just not, you know, that's just ignorant. You can't say something like that. I'm sorry, you can't You can't just talk about someone's skin and whether it's true or not. And I'm not saying it's true, but I'm just saying whether it's like, oh, yeah, it does kind of look like that. You don't just say something about someone's skin. I'm sorry. And people trying to say that McCaffrey is, um, oh, like how they're saying, oh, he's a really good white, you know, running back. Uh, those are two different things. One is mentioning his race and his position and how he excels at that position because not a lot of, you know, uh, players at his, you know, ethnicity are that, you know, are that position. So, and like, I get it. Those are two different things because you can easily say Lamar Jackson is a, is really good for being a black quarterback. You can say that, you know, because there's not a lot of black quarterbacks and there's not, they're like, there's not too many. You see a lot of white quarterbacks. So when you see a black quarterback, you can say that. You can say, oh, he's a really good black quarterback. He's one of the best black quarterbacks we've seen. So you can say Christian, you know, McCaffrey is a, one of the best white running backs we've ever seen because you're you're just mentioning that he's one of the better players at his position and the race. Like that's all you're saying. But when you say that, oh, he's good because of the skin, the color of his skin, like that, those are two different things. I'm sorry, and it's not racist. I'm not saying it's racist, but I'm just saying you can't say that. You can't say something like that about someone's skin color and uh, about how it gives him a, you know an advantage in the game whether it's true or not like whatever you were whatever point you were trying to make was just dumb you don't you don't say that about someone's skin you don't say oh you know he's really good you know with the hockey puck or something because of the cut all right he's really good with the hockey stick or something i don't know like i don't i don't i can't even make that comparison anymore because it can't be made into a comparison you can't just say that about something you you can't you just Like, if someone said, I'm one of the best Mexican sprinters, I think you can say that because you don't see a lot of Mexican sprinters, you know, running. You can say that. Or, like, not running, but you don't see a lot of them, you know, uh, in, like, track or whatever. Um, so you could say something like that, but you can't just say, like, oh, he's good because he has, you know, dark skin. Like, what? It just doesn't even make It doesn't even make sense. It really doesn't. Like, someone's good because their skin looks like the ball. Like, don't even make sense, bro. It don't even make sense. Um, again, this was two weeks ago. I have to keep reiterating it. It's so annoying. But, um, the Lakers beat two 500 teams and lost to the Mavs in December. All I have to say about that is we can beat 500 teams. I don't know why, what this narrative is that we can't beat 500 teams. And obviously our chances are lower than, like, we're going to lose some games, obviously. Because, you know, we, we started off really hot and, um, you know, it seems kind of suspicious that our games are like our only losses are against 500 teams, but that's because they're good teams. Like we didn't lose to trash. We we haven't lost like a seven seed team. We haven't. We haven't lost to a six seed team that is above 500. No, we're beating those teams still. So I think we can beat any team above 500. Any team today in today's game, we could beat any team above 500. But we're gonna lose some games against those. You know, those like those really good 500 teams we're not gonna lose to the jazz we're not gonna lose to the nuggets we're not gonna lose to the um you know 
the freaking Hornets or whatever they are right now. We're not going to lose to those kind of teams. We're going to lose to, you know, maybe maybe the Bucks, maybe the Sixers, maybe the Raptors. I, don't, I think we can beat the Celtics. Um, you know, the Mavs, you know, the Mavs, you know, I think we can beat them. But sometimes, you know, they, they're kind of streaky a little bit, a little bit. They have a lot of streaky players like Hardaway. They have, you know, Porzingis could do his thing if he wants to. Luka, obviously, but he's still young. He still struggles sometimes like he did against us when um, in the fourth quarter, kind of, he struggled from the fourth in the OT. So, you know, streaky players, you know, that you know like that. Kind of like when we played the Bulls, they were kind of weird, oddly streaky. It was kind of confusing. Um, you know, obviously, we lost to the Clippers. You know, we can lose to those teams. You know, those teams are really good. Those teams are, you know, cha- one of, like, I think we can lose to the championship caliber teams or, like, the, the, the third, you know, the, the, the third round, you know, kind of team. The teams that are going to get to the third round or the second round at least. Because I think the Maps will get to the second round at least. I think the, you know, the Clippers will get to the second round at least. Uh, you know, the Bucks obviously. The Raptors will get to the second round at least. So, like, teams like that, I think we'll lose to those kind of teams. You know, really good playoff caliber teams. But we won't, you know, we're not going to lose to... You know, some like six seed in the East. We're not. We're not going to lose them. Um, and yeah, and also, uh, I made this when we were two and one in December, and now we're five and one. I think. I'm not sure. I've been missing a lot of Laker games, unfortunately. Cause I think the one time, like the the Lakers didn't play like in three days, and I had to go somewhere. And um, yeah, so I think we've beaten the Timberwolves. We're about to beat the. We beat the. We're about to beat the Hawks today. We beat the, um, I know we played another ma- Magic. We beat the Magic. We beat the Heat. So we're like 6-1, and 7-1, and one? something like that. But we have the hardest schedule in December, and we're looking pretty good already halfway through December. And obviously the games are going to get harder because we still play the Mavs again in December. We're like, we're kind of in the easy, easier phase of December because we, we're, we've played uh, three teams under 500 already out of our six games. So... You know, we've got a little break, kind of, but it's about to get really tough. But I still think we can beat those teams. Like, I think I'm not a great believer in the Bucks. I'm sorry. I think they're a really good regular season team. But, um, or like, it is, okay, the, regular season-wise, sure. But I'm talking about playoff-wise. Like, if we ever got to them into the, the finals, I'm not scared of them at all because I think um, LeBron's going to start playing 40 minutes. AD's going to start playing 40 minutes. And it's going to be wraps because the, 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 the Bucks just don't have, you know, a lot of key players I don't think I think they just have a lot of good role players and you know when it comes down if we lock up Giannis I think it's going to be a you know a, a Toronto Raptors round two because you know they lost Brogdon now they, they gave everything to Chris Middleton I'm not a big believer in Chris Middleton but Chris Middleton you know he he's obviously an all-star but I'm just saying um I think if we could, you know, focus our attention on Giannis, it'll force the role players to step up, and we'll see how they step up. And um, so, yeah, in the, in the finals, I'm not really scared of them. Uh, Playoff-wise, I mean, regular season-wise, we'll see what happens. I think we can beat them, though. I think we can beat the Mavs again. I'm pretty sure we play the Nuggets again. I obviously think we can beat them. We play the Clippers. I think we can beat them, you know. It's going to be a really good game. I'm not saying that, they, you know, our chances are 90%, you know. But I'm just saying we can beat them, you know. I mean, we could be any team in the NBA. Any team could be any team in the NBA, actually, though. So, like... You know, the freaking Warriors can beat us right now if, if, you know, they just play really well. You know, it doesn't really matter. Everyone's in the NBA for a reason. Uh, I have to reiterate that as well. I don't think I've ever, re- you know, stated it <laughs> to reiterate it. But, yeah, I just have to say that because, like, people are hating on the Lakers a lot for being, you know, beating these teams that are above 500. But they're supposed to beat these teams. 
like how can you fault someone for beating 500 teams like what it doesn't even make sense like they're saying they have a good easy schedule yeah and they're winning like that's what they're supposed to do and that's like how could you get mad at someone doing what they're supposed to do like that's literally their their argument uh you know you're doing what you're supposed to do we're gonna you know you don't deserve to be 20 and 0 because you're beating those teams you're beating 20 teams you're supposed to beat like what it doesn't even it doesn't even make sense like how can you get mad at someone like the the bucks 18 game win streak is it impressive Yes, because they're winning 18 in a row. They've played 18 games in a row against NBA comp, and they've beaten them 18 times to zero. 18 times, uh, what is it, 18 times and have lost zero times. Like, that's impressive. I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. That is impressive. Like, you you won 18 games in a row. I don't care who you played, and they, they played the Clippers. Like, and they demolished the Clippers. And yeah, the Clippers played bad, but they, they demolished the Clippers. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. It, it doesn't even make sense, my guy. Um, yeah. On to my next, you know, topic. Luca, the top two in MVP voting. I think right now he deserves to be number two. You know, he does. He His team is like, I don't know what they are now, but they were like third. They were like third or second in the West like, uh, like a week ago. So I think they deserve to be, uh, he deserves to be top two. Now, if he keeps it up, I can see him being MVP, honestly. But if he fal- falters to like fourth, fifth seed, I think it would be way too easy to just give it to Giannis because Giannis just deserves it. Or, or, or LeBron. LeBron. No one is talking about LeBron. Like I said, I still believe in him. I I don't know. Giannis is starting to win me over for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I think it's because the record. But LeBron is just like that. He just has AD with him. So like Giannis is doing it in the East. Come on, give it to LeBron, bro. I'm sorry. I love Giannis though, so maybe Giannis, Giannis, regular, if the if regular season ended right now, I would give it to look, I'm not sure man, I'm not sure, it's really hard to say man, cause you have to fault, you have to, you have to counter in everything, you have to, you know, count everything, you know, I think popularity wise it would go to Giannis, uh, yeah, He's averaging the stats and they're first in the, the, the East, I guess. But yeah, Luka definitely deserves top two, top three in MVP voting. Um, and again, no one's talking about James Harden. Like, he's averaging 40. Come on, bro. Who's doing that? He's averaging 40 points a game through like 25 games. Like, that's consistent. He, and he's not like, oh, he had a 55-point game. It, 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 it like fluctuates his stats. No, he... He's had many of these games, that's why. So, like, yeah, of course he's going to, you know, fluctuate his stats because, you know, and inflate his stats because he's had a bunch of these games. So, I think he deserves he deserves recognition. No one's talking about Harden, but he's averaging 40 points a game. Like, 40 points a game. He is averaging almost, like, if, if, if you were to put into league average, he would almost be averaging, like, 36% of his points, of his team's points. Like, 36% for one player. Like, that's insane. That's actually cuckoo, and no one is talking about it because, like, he's James Harden, and, um, you know, they hate to see him get out the foul calls and all that. And this is so, like, um, what is it? This is unrelated, but uh, I didn't even put this in the notes, but, like, James Harden's slander needs to stop because if he, okay, what I have to say is he's extremely crafty and um does what he does amazing like he is a master at his craft and he knows how to get to the line and you can get mad at him for you know shooting you know 
uh, averaging like 14 15 free throws a game but who else is doing that no one else is doing that for a reason it's not because of flopping it's not it's, it's because of pure craft he knows how to get foul calls and he gets them like what is that like you can say he's finessing the system he's uh you know abusing the system whatever but he's doing it and no one else is doing it so how are you gonna get mad at him for being the only one that is abusing this system huh it's because he knows how to abuse it I don't, you can't make an argument for why he sucks or why he doesn't deserve recognition. He's abusing this system better than anyone else, better than anyone else. And you cannot get mad at that. Because if, if, if like, again, you can't say, oh, he's, he's doing something, he's abusing the system. Yeah, he is. And he's doing it better than everyone else. Like, any everybody in the NBA can abuse the system and they're not. For what? Those are easy points. For what? For what? Like literally, he he's like everyone else tries to abuse the system. I see it when I play. Everyone bumping bumping into each other. Everyone you know you know just flopping. Everyone doing whatever. They're abusing the system. Everyone's doing it. But Harden is the only one that averages this many free throws because he does it better than everyone else. So everyone else everyone else is in the NBA is abusing the system. He just does it better than everyone else. How can you get mad at him for being better than everyone else at abusing the system? Don't even make sense, bro. I'm telling you, people's arguments are just actually terrible. Cause it, I, and it gets me angry because like James Harden, you know, deserves this recognition. He doesn't get it. He's averaging 40 points a game. 40 points. And no one talks about it. Because, oh, he gets all it is is from free throws. Yeah, it is. And who, who else is doing that, though? Who else? Like, if James Harden makes it look so easy, that's what's funny. He doesn't even try and he gets 40. And people can, like, I don't know. And people want to talk about his efficiency, yet he's shooting career averages. People want to talk about his, um, you know, minutes played, career averages. You know, all that. He, his career averages. It's just, it's it's normal for him, which is hilarious. Like, he's literally aver- averaging the same career minutes, like, career minutes, like, if you average all his minutes, he's averaging the same right there. Like, it's it's actually insane how people can hate on him for being able to get to the free throw line better than everyone else. Because, like, anyone can... What I'm trying to say is anyone can get to the free throw line in today's NBA. Anyone. It's whether you want to or not. It's whether you're good at it, at doing it or not. And James Harden is extremely crafty and knows how to do it. So, like, you can't hate on that. On to other news. Coach Fizz fired and they hire Mike Miller. Not the, the dude Mike Miller, like the shooter. The other I don't know, the other bot. Um, but yeah, Coach Fizz got fired. All I have to say is I, I this is meaningless to fire him or not fire him. Who they need to really get it out is Dolan. Like them keeping in this, you know, Fizz. Whether they got him out or not, it, it doesn't matter. A different coach isn't going to help the, the Knicks, you know, because the Knicks are really young and they have some talent, but the Knicks, they need a new, like, they need to be new a new organization. They need a new founder, a CEO. They need someone new in the office. Because my young, my, the young God, Fizz, is not, you know, he's not, he doesn't have that ability to make them just become a GOAT, goat team. No coach is going to make the Knicks good. I'm sorry. You can put in any coach you think that is vicious. The best coach in may put up pop. They still will suck. Because, I'm sorry, it's the organization. You know who, you see who's running them? Literally running them. And he needs to be out. That's all I have to say, man. That's, that's all I have to say. Um... Again, this was two weeks ago. I don't know if this is true, but um, currently Giannis is shooting a better percentage than Kawhi Leonard. All I have to say about that is um, a lot of Giannis's cont- uh, what is it jumpers are not contested and they're wide open. As well as Kawhi's kind of just been in a slump from the three. Obviously, um, even while watching him, you know it just looks kind of awkward when he's shooting those threes. But um, yeah, so 
you know, it's a lot of inflated stats and a lot of, you know, skewed stats that, you know, kind of help perceive this Giannis has, is a better jump shooter or whatever. But don't mistake this for the fact that Giannis is not improving his jumper because he is. He is improving his jumper. And he is becoming, you know, a threat from there. But still, I, I find him shooting a lot of open jumpers and teams not respecting him. Now, if, if he's shooting 32%, 31%, whatever, on open jumpers, that is, that's a whatever. Because he's, he's, he's still shooting it at a high rate. And if people aren't going to respect him, you can't get mad at him for shooting 31% from three, um, regardless if he's open or not. So I'm not hating on Giannis. I'm just saying... I want him to get it even up more so to where they start playing him because when he gets to that level that's when he will be playoff ready right now he's regular season ready but if he can get that average up to like 34 35 and then they start kind of playing him obviously it might drop a little bit obviously it's gonna it's gonna drop a little bit but just 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 like just the fact that he can knock it down if he's open that will make him elite because right now he's shooting 31 on open jumpers but imagine if he can shoot it on, you know, contested sometimes, you know, a little bit contested, you know, step backs and all that. Add that a little bit into his game, just a little bit. He doesn't need to become a shooter. I'm, I'm not saying that. But if he can just improve it a little bit by 2 3%, oh my gosh, he will, people will step up on him. And now his driving works, his driving works. And who's going to guard him? He's 6'11". Who's going to guard him? He's, come on. He will be deadly if he can just improve his jumper a little bit more over the offseason. I don't think this year is it. I don't think this year is it. He's not going to improve his jumper enough. But next year, next year, if he can improve it, sheesh, he will be something special. He will be, if he wins MVP this year, I can see him winning MVP next year because he will get even better at scoring and he will be even more efficient somehow. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying about Giannis. Um, that's all I'm saying about Giannis. Um, again, this was two weeks ago. Uh, ref's game changed. Uh, what is it? Ref's game uh Okay, let me replay that. Rockets game. If you guys remember Rockets, um, Harden missed and made that dunk, but they didn't count it. And they counted it as a missed dunk. And they ended up losing the game, right, to the Spurs. Now, all I have to say about terrible call by the refs, obviously. But all I have to say is that this appeal was t- a terrible one. Because you cannot replay 750 where Lonnie Walker, or like 7 minutes and 50 seconds of NBA game time, where Lonnie Walker literally torched you guys for 20 points. Like, literally, of his like 23 points or whatever, Lonnie Walker would have gotten 19 taken away. Like, you cannot, you, you, you cannot excuse. And yeah, obviously, technically, with, um, they wouldn't have came back because they would have been up two points. But... You cannot take, you cannot let Lonnie Walker, and nothing against Lonnie Walker, you can say this about Luka, I'm just saying Lonnie Walker, I'm not trying to say it as like a negative thing, I'm just saying that you cannot let Lonnie Walker score 19 in like 8 minutes of a quarter, like you can't let that happen, if you're up 20, like 24 points, you just cannot let that happen, and again, no offense to Lonnie Walker, if it was LeBron James, I would have literally said you can't let LeBron James score 19 points, I'm, I'm just, that's what I'm trying to say, but you cannot let that happen, you just can't, like that's, that's, you know, two points isn't gonna you know affect you guys choking like i'm sorry you guys let them come back and you deserve to lose that game i'm sorry you guys were up 23 with like seven minutes left and you guys still somehow lost the game that is not a missed call's fault that is your fault you guys you guys just you were terrible from there that's your fault i'm sorry rackets you do not deserve the pill and that's why you didn't get it there you go um my last one is 
Chris Paul gets Jay Bell a delay of game. Now, all I have to say about this is people got to stop hating on CP3 for playing by the rules. I, I actually, like, saw a comment from, like, an actual, you know, ignorant person that said, this is just dirty. You know, I can see that you're trying to win, but you got to play by the rules. This is the rules. That's a delay of game. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry, but... Chris Paul has been doing this forever, and he's a, you can call him a snitch, whatever, but he wins games because of it, and he saw it, you saw it here today, he wins games because of that, and I respect it, I don't care how he, you know, it was, you know, how he looks, I don't care, like, Chris Paul doesn't care how he looks while he's doing things, you saw him jump on, you know, some dude's back, he doesn't care how he looks, he really doesn't, he doesn't care how he looks, he wants to win, uh, he doesn't care what he, you know, what he has to do, if it's, a, if it's legal, he'll do it, and it's legal, like, literally, you know, pray, praying for a delay of game from like like asking for a delay game from the ref when it's clearly there is not there's nothing wrong with that like sure it looks weird but he got the win so i don't i respect it honestly like how can you get mad at someone for being you know looking at the playbook you know and you know being you know intelligent having a really good nba iq and you know getting a play that got them a win like you cannot you got you guys have to respect that i'm sorry you just have to respect that so yeah um that's all i have to say uh I had some other notes, but, like, they're kind of irrelevant now. Like, B.I., Maximum, the Knicks, he might get one. Um, for B.I., if you're chasing the bag, go ahead, homie. But um, I would suggest not if you want to, like, win. I would honestly stay with the Pelicans. Um, I had a Kevin Love trade to the Rockets. It wasn't mine, but I'm just saying, like, Kevin Love was looking to get traded. Uh, Rockets, people were saying that it would be a good fit. All I have to say is who would the Rockets give? to get him i know they were able to pull some strings to get uh to get westbrook but who would they who would they give to get uh who would they give to get you know kevin love because uh, i can see it working because kevin love's just a sniper and he could stay in the corner you know he's he's done it before with lebron so i think he's kind of adapt adapted adept adapt adept to it i don't know but um yeah kevin love he wants to go to a contender i don't see a lot of contenders that really need him though like, like really good contenders, like the Lakers don't need him, you know, the Clippers don't really need him, nor do I think they can give him pieces, uh, that are like, like, the Clippers, they, they didn't, this is unrelated again, but the Clippers didn't get better team-wise, um, if that's kind of confusing, like, they got, like, three new players that, like, will play major minutes, but they have, like, the same team, kind of, and, they really have that good team chemistry. I think if they traded like a guy like Lou Will or like, you know, Montrez for Kevin Love, I think it would really just hurt their team chemistry and hurt how they flow because, you know, their bench squad is kind of similar to what they always are. And that's a good, that's where their team chemistry is really, really strong. So I think, you know, trading a guy like Montrez or like, you know, someone like Shamit to try to get the, the Kevin Love, I think it just really hurts them. So I don't think the Clippers would go for that. Uh, the Bucks don't need him. They kind of have like Brooke and all that. Um, not to say Brooke compares to Kevin Love, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I don't really see the Sixers obviously don't need him. You know, the Raptors don't need him. Nor who because they already have Siakam. I don't really think, you know, the Celtics would go for him. Uh, yeah, I just don't really see a lot of contenders except like the Rockets trying to go for Kevin Love. Uh, yeah, so... Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Anyway, uh, 
I'll come back next week a lot more focused, a lot less, you know, I, I feel like I forced it and I kind of spoke really fast today. Sorry for that. But um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I'll be back next week with some relevant news because I feel like a lot of my news was not relevant anymore because it was like a week old. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this video. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Oh my God, you got to stop saying that. I know I'm a YouTuber at heart. I'm a YouTuber at heart, so I say video. But hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Make sure to, you know, uh, can you follow on Spotify? Whatever platform. Can you like? I don't know if you can like. Make sure to, you know, follow me and uh, share the podcast with everybody else. And I'm out, guys. Peace.